right, good morning, Arkansas. Your morning show is on the radio. Good morning, Kelly Perry. And good morning, Brandon Baxter. So here we are. Today is Monday. It's July the 12th of 2021. Glad you guys are joining us this morning. We have a lot to get to as we <laughs> think about this show. Like if I'm kind of like thinking about the things that we experienced over the weekend, uh-huh. uh, I was invited to a dinner and um, you thought maybe I was the schmuck uh-huh. at the dinner for schmucks. And Kelly, you might have been right. Mm-hmm. Okay. Did the schmuck know that he was a schmuck? No, he did not until after the dinner. All right, so we'll recap that. <laughs> That's so unfortunate. Uh, I was also at a retirement party for my father-in-law, which we have a couple stories about that yeah. coming up this morning. Kelly was on the road again. Yes. To Sweet Home, Alabama. Do not say that. Oh. Let me go ahead and give you a heads up because we want to be fully honest uh, on the show. And I think that's one of the things I was talking to people over the weekend that they enjoy about the show is the fact that like we're really us mm-hmm. and the flaws and the you know the issues and the things that we deal with. Mm-hmm. Um, Kelly's having a day. Actually, evidently, Kelly had a weekend. So I'm just going to give you the warning right now. There is one song to describe Kelly this morning. Baby, I ain't playing by your rules. Everything looks better with a view. Why you always in the Morning, man. She's in a mood, and she might be a little bit rude. I mean, I'm over here trying. I mean, it should make for a great show, Brandon. Oh yeah, a lot of people like to hear about all of the problems we experience in our lives to make them feel better about their lives. Exactly. <laughs> and evidently, Kelly had a bunch of those this uh-huh. weekend. So we'll recap all of that as we go throughout the show here this morning as well. Uh, also today, oh, oh hang on, you that better is, that stop is, that oh, song. Gosh, oh, that does not describe me over the weekend. Son of a gun! Uh-huh, uh-huh. What is wrong with this stupid? No, it's Monday. You I stupid computer. I hate the world today. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> so good to me, I know. This is normally you every day. <laughs> oh, come on now. <laughs> Tried to tell you, but you look at me like me. Right, no, 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 Angel. It's all good. Uh, again, today is Monday. It's July the 12th. It is National Different Colored Eyes Day. Typically, you might see that on an animal. I don't know how many people I've ever seen with different colored eyes. I've seen it, and it's awesome. I've, I've met a girl that had a very crystal blue eye, yeah. and then her other eye was like really green. Really? Mm-hmm. It was really pretty. We'll celebrate those people today. Yeah. It's also National Paper Bag Day today, National Eat Your Jello Day today. Favorite Jello. What do you mean? They all like, taste the same to me. No, they yes, don't. Because I bought some recently, the sugar-free ones. Exactly. Can... That's why it doesn't taste good is because you got the sugar-free. Of well, course, I saw all on of a, that just tastes the same. On a diet YouTube. I'm like, I'm going to get those because that's going to be great. And what I realized is as an adult, when you're my size, <laughs> that little thing of Jello, you might as well eat a mint. It's basically doing a Jello shot. It's just. Yeah. Yeah, that too. Well, those little tiny Jello uh, shots. Yeah, thank you. you. There you go. All right. So. Uh, also, National Pecan Pie Day today, which is? is one of my favorite pies. Yeah. Okay. And there is no better pecan pie than Leslie's Mima's pie. Aww. Her pie is fantastic. Yum. So now that she's able to kind of get up and do things. Don't make her start the demand doing stuff. is bring that pie. <laughs> Thanks for starting your morning with us. Welcome to Monday, y'all. Let's throw one back on this day in country music with Brandon Baxter in the morning. So the year was 1987. And George Strait had the number one song in country music on this day. George Strait, 34 years ago. Rosanna's down in Texarkana. Wanted me to push her broom. Sweet Eileen's Nabilene. She forgot I hung the moon. And Allison's in Galveston. Somehow lost her sanity. And Dimple's 
Who now lives in temples Got the law looking for me Here we go All my exes live in Texas And Texas is the place I didn't love to be But all my exes live in Texas Thirty-four years ago, the number one song in country music. We have a bunch of podcast listeners in Texas, so a shout out to all of you who listen to us from the Lone Star State. Don't mess with Texas. Don't mess with Texas, man. Love you guys. I remember that old free old river where I learned to swim. It brings to mind another time where I wore my welcome thin by transcendental meditation. I go there each night, but I always come back to myself long before daylight. All my exes live in Texas. Texas is a place I dearly love to be, but all my exes live in Texas, and therefore I reside in Tennessee. Some folks think I'm hiding. Guess what? It's been rumored that I died. But I'm alive and well in Tennessee. It's George Strait. All my exes live in Texas. Number one on this day in 1987. Brandon Baxter in the morning. All right, we're doing Monday with you. It's July the 12th. And y'all, as always, Kelly Perry, well, she's got three words for you. Good morning, Arkansas. Brandon Baxter in the mornings. Gotcha gossip. I got you gossip this morning on Cardi B. All right, so there was a big party over the weekend. I guess you could term it a Cardi party because Cardi B and Offset's daughter Culture turned three. And much like many of our birthday parties, this one included the arrival in a horse-drawn carriage. An outdoor petting zoo, a balloon tunnel, Disney princesses uh, were present. There was this huge towering birthday cake. There was a ball pit, bowling lanes, and all kinds of other stuff. It was fairy tale featured. Now, the one thing that was different about this party that I don't think most people other than Kelly do at birthday parties (laughs) is uh, Cardi B, who is pregnant, by the way, and and pretty pregnant. Um, She was twerking. As part of the birthday party as well, which reminds me of, you know, when, when Kelly's son, Kurt, turned 16. <laughs> Don't even. Kelly went to the basketball Don't camp. start and, that. And was doing uh-huh, that. Uh-huh, of course. Showing the cheerleaders how to dance. Uh-huh. Anyway, it was kind of the same thing with Cardi B. If you haven't seen this stuff, it's all over social media. It's Cardi B and the birthday party for culture. Got you gossip on Kourtney Kardashian and Travis Barker. So, I will not go. Turn the lights off. So there were some big UFC fights over the weekend, and I think it's safe to say that Kourtney Kardashian and Travis Barker sure do love some UFC. The couple went to the big ticket event over the weekend, UFC 264, the fight in Las Vegas. And let me tell you, they do not care, nor are they scared to show off their love for each other. As the camera panned to Courtney and Travis enjoying the night's events from their seats, the couple looked lovingly into each other's eyes before they began to basically make out for the people there oh. and those of us that were watching from home. And let's just say they, they really enjoyed the camera for a minute. How about that? There's other celebrities there enjoying the fights. Justin Bieber, Dave Chappelle, Megan Fox, Machine Gun Kelly, Addison Ray, Chuck Liddell. Now, Courtney did show off her look for their night out, posting several photos of herself in a hotel room. So in case you were wondering about the status of Courtney Kardashian, it looks like Courtney and Travis Barker's relationship is going strong. Yeah. <clears throat> the whole idea of, of PDA at a UFC event. It's like going to the Super Bowl and deciding you want to make out on camera. It's like, wait, what are you yeah. doing? Yeah. This isn't exactly the mm-hmm. spot for that. Guys are bleeding and breaking their ankles and right. you're kissing each other. <laughs> yeah. 
So speaking of that, got you guys up on Conor McGregor. If you saw the fight on Saturday night, it was Conor McGregor against Dustin Poirier at the end of the first round. They were both going for a shot. and It was wild because Conor McGregor basically took a step and his foot didn't move and it was just brutal. Just gruesome mm-hmm. because his foot was aiming the wrong way. Uh, he had to go in for emergency surgery, he being Conor McGregor. And once he came out of the surgery, Conor posted this on his social media. What's up, fight fans? The Notorious here. Just out of the surgery room. Everything went to plan. I'm feeling tremendous. We got six weeks on a crutch now, and then we begin to build back. It was a hell of a first round. It would have been nice to get into that second round. And then, you know, to see what's what. But it is what it is. That's the nature of the business. A clean break of the tibia. And it was not to be. You know, Dustin, you can celebrate that illegitimate win all you want. But you've done nothing in there. That second round would have shown all. And, you know, onwards and upwards we go, team. We dust ourselves off. We build ourselves back. And we come back better than ever. That's Conor McGregor, fresh out of surgery. You can check that out on his social media this morning. Gotcha Gossip on Britney Spears. So even though there's been a lot of drama, hurt feelings in the Spears family, Britney and her sister Jamie Lynn seem to have a special bond. Jamie Lynn showed off a box of toys on Instagram she received for her girls from Britney. Her caption said, quote, nothing sweeter than coming home to a box full of goodies for my girls from their auntie, which included like a expensive purse, all kinds of stuffed animals. And I love that gesture. You know, it's the best getting something in the mail, but a box with all kinds of surprises in it from uh, Britney Spears, even though she's your aunt. Um, With all that negativity surrounding the family, that's good to see. Yeah, that is awesome. And of course, every morning here on Brandon Baxter in the morning, we got you gossip. Brandon Baxter in the morning. So kind of over the weekend, we had a bunch of different stuff going on. We, um, as soon as we were done at work on, I guess it was Friday, Mm -hmm. we had this uh, retirement party for my father-in-law who was retiring from his uh, 911 job. He had been there 28 years and it's a big deal, you know? So uh, we show up and of course the event started at like two or I think it was two. Uh, We got there about two 20. Uh But I thought this was like just a drop in event. Like, hey, you just drop in and it's kind of like, hey, have some some food. Isn't he your father in law? Mm -hmm. So you would think that you would know exactly what to do. Yeah. But, you know, it was like we just knew to go and celebrate. And I didn't figure there was going to be like an official thing that was going on. But, Kelly, there was an official thing going on. Like a schedule of events type deal? When I showed up late, uh, I showed up in the middle of speeches. Uh-uh. Including my father-in-law speaking. Brandon. <laughs> yeah. And I'm going, oh my gosh, Alyssa, you didn't tell me there were actually like, there was actually like a ceremony because we would have tried to rush. Yeah, yeah. But we didn't rush. You know how we get when you have kids and a wife and we're all on different schedules and everybody's arguing before you leave the house. We gotta go! Come on, Kai. But I'm gonna pee before we leave. And you're like, Kai, you peed five minutes ago. Our family never argues. <laughs> <laughs> So as soon as I walk in, I'm trying to be wallflower like I would have been in high school, right? Yeah. I walk in there, and the chief of police Mm-mm. Mm-mm. is speaking, and uh, he says, would anybody else like to say anything? <laughs> and he looks around the room, and he spots me. We oh. make eye contact. Oh. He says, Brandon, what would you like to say? Kelly, I had not even sat down. I was, I was in the process of lowering my backside. And I had to then stand right up. And I'm like, oh, my gosh. I, I joked with you about having to give a speech, but it wasn't in any way serious. Wait, you didn't prepare anything? No, because I didn't think there were there was a ceremony. <laughs> I joked about that. But I guess I should always have something prepared. Okay, was there a lot of people in the room? And did, you, did your head get really red? Probably. Okay. Because I'm like, what am I going to say? Because I have all these... These feelings and emotions and the way I feel about what uh, what Jeff did with his job. But at the same point, like, how do you encapsulate that mm-hmm. and make it like one or two minutes and make it sweet? So then I had the option. Like, what am I going to do? Stand up at the back of the room behind everybody. So then I walked to the front of the room <laughs> like it was supposed to happen. I'm up on stage in front of everybody. <laughs> like it was your time. Like yeah, I walk in just in time to make the big entrance and go straight up there. And I start talking and I, I got back to my seat. I said, was that any good? I don't even know what I was saying. But it was emotion and it was yeah. real, but it wasn't prepared. And I, you know, I kind of want to have an idea. Did but, you make him cry? 
uh, we had a pretty good embrace after it Aww. because it was really about, you know, when you work in a public job like that, it's really, you know, he really poured himself into yeah. the job. Mm-hmm. So that was really sweet. And he had a bunch of people that he had worked with for, you know, 30 years that were there. I saw a bunch of people I hadn't seen since the pandemic. Uh, the mayor shows up and we had a really nice chat. And, and it feels good to be appreciated when you're in a job that long. Yeah. Like you said, you do pour your life into that. And so to have someone say, hey. Thank you. And then tell stories or, you know, that's that's awesome. It was sweet. The chief of police wants to come by and take us out to the uh, shooting range they're going to be putting together. Yes. So, uh, yeah, with your day today, I don't think that's probably the best <laughs> Somebody idea. Somebody sign me up today. He said, I'll pick you up after the show one day and we'll just <gasps> go out there. I'm like, this is tremendous. But I don't want to ride in the back no, of the police car. No, I was car. just about to say... Uh, shotgun. <laughs> <laughs> there was a time I did. Uh, golly, what was the deal where you would like go and raise money, but you were um, in jail? Yes, and I know you were, you're talking was about. Was it MDA? Maybe. Was it MDA? Maybe. What do they call it, though? Because I did that multiple different times. And sometimes they would do it where the police officer would come pick you up like an off-duty officer or something like that. And it's that. more fun to do that to you because you get really awkward. Yeah, so they put me in the back of the car thinking it was funny. Even so here I'm driving through town where people can see in and I'm in the back of a police car. <laughs> thinking that people really think you've been arrested. <laughs> so anyway, it was a cool weekend. And um, just a congratulations to Jeff for uh, a lot of great years of work. And I hope my speech was okay. And I hope it... Made him proud because uh, I have no idea what I was talking about. Brandon Baxter in the morning. <laughs> what is it? I wasn't ready for that. <laughs> <laughs> Any idea what that's from? I'm going to say a really old video game. Yeah, it's from the Nintendo 64. It was called Super Mario 64. And, like, I didn't know if I had this until I was going back and I looked at uh, the packaging. Yeah. I had this game. Because I had the Nintendo 64. Yeah. It was, like, the progressed, mm-hmm. the next version of Nintendo. And uh, the Nintendo 64, like, had this game and it had some great wrestling games and Mario Kart and stuff like that. But um, a sealed version of this game, Super Mario 64, sold at an auction over the weekend. And, Kelly, it's the most expensive video game ever sold. Because somebody paid $1.56 million for this. my goodness. It's unopened, and I guess that's a reason. They just sold a Legend of Zelda, um, a 1986 version of that that was unopened. That sold for 870000 But who has this stuff that hasn't been opened? I, I don't know. Really smart people. Who buys it and keeps it for all those years? So if you go back and you say, okay, they kept this since 86, 35 years. They've just held on to the stuff. 96 would have been, what is that, 25 years. They held on to Super Mario 64. And in those 25 years, it went from probably a $40 value to 1.56 million bucks. Maybe it was a Christmas present that a mom and dad hid somewhere. And Ooh. then later on when they moved, or they were, they were like, oh my goodness, I forgot to give this to so-and-so. And then all of a sudden, it's that much money. And it, they haven't opened it. Can you imagine having that much money where you're going to buy a video game that then again, you can't play because you don't want to open it. It kills the value as soon right. as you open it. Mm-hmm. So that's pretty crazy. I was also reading a thing this weekend. Do you remember Trapper Keepers from back in school? Oh my gosh, I would get one that had either kittens or puppies on it. Yeah, they're bringing those back (gasps) for school. So as your kids get ready to go back to school this fall, the original Trapper Keeper with the original look and the design is coming back. Uh, These were big in the 80s and 90s, so we were in school, and they say that the new Trapper Keeper is going to feature an inside storage pocket, a metal clip, and... The Velcro closure is back. You, do you remember how like you would close it and, and yes. then it would do that? And then everybody would open their Velcro, their Velcro closure yes. with their Trapper Keeper. And mm-hmm. you'd have that. Yep. Well, not that sound. But. That makes me. I, I might have to get a Trapper Keeper. So if you're wondering about uh, what to take to school, the Trapper Keepers are coming back. And they're going to do them in a kind of a vintage look as well. So if you remember what they look like back in the day, kind of geometric. Yes. and the different shapes and sizes and stuff like that. But the original Trapper wow. Keeper that we used is going to be back for kids. So really anything from the 90s <laughs> is trendy again. It is. I kept so many of my old 90s clothes from Mm-mm. Gadzooks and, and stuff like that. I think I'm going to bust them back out. Okay, let's do it. I probably only weigh about, I don't know, 50 pounds more than I did <laughs> back then. So that should be pretty, right? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I know this sounds crazy. Believe me, I know it. It's crazy. That sounds kind of crazy. You must be crazy. And people are crazy. So it's probably not a good idea to swallow a bag of drugs to hide it from the police for several reasons. A big one being you could die, okay? Okay. The Ohio State... 
Highway Patrol recently shared dash cam footage of an officer pulling over a vehicle for speeding. Well, when the officer walks up to the car, he notices that the guy is choking. Mm -hmm. So he gets him out and he starts performing the Heimlich uh, maneuver. Well, thankfully it worked. It turned out the guy had tried to swallow a baggie of marijuana when he got pulled over. Well, the man was cited for speeding, failure to wear a seatbelt, and marijuana possession. It's unclear uh, what that will cost him, but he should definitely at least write a thank you note maybe to the state trooper that saved his life. Charles Hoskin saved his life, right? That's Yeah, that's pretty crazy, though. Yeah. But speaking of performing the Heimlich maneuver, how do you help a pig that's choking on something? Kelly, I'm not really sure. How do you help the pig? Well, with the Hamlet maneuver. (laughs) That is really terrible. I'm sorry. It's Monday, and there's even more proof that people are crazy. Brandon Baxter in the morning. All right, so the question is, was I the schmuck at this um, elaborate dinner we went to? Uh, I told Kelly last week I was going to this event. I had no idea what I was going for or who else was going to be there, but I knew the location, and I knew the person throwing the event. And it was Stan Jones of the Stan Jones Mallard Lodge. And uh, we were told, or or Leslie was told by Stan's girlfriend, Jan, that there were going to be maybe 20 couples here, right? And I'm sitting here thinking, well, how in the world did I make the list? (laughs) And then Kelly said to me, have you ever seen the movie Dinner for Schmucks? And it's with Steve Carell, and he happens to be the schmuck. And Paul Rudd is this man that's kind of in this high-profile job. And basically, part of the job, they have a what's called a dinner for schmucks. And all of these elite business people bring in someone that is going to probably get made fun of for whatever reason, because they're very unique. Mm -hmm. And um, it just really has a lot of similarities to some of the things that you're telling me. So, uh, you know. So the schmuck had no idea they were the schmuck. No idea until it was over. When did the schmuck know that he was the schmuck? Well, there was kind of a an accident that happened that shouldn't have happened, and he kind of figured it out and was very, very hurt by it. Is it possible that I could have been the schmuck and they never let me know I was? It is 150% possible. So I go to this event, and I'm, I'm kind of like, what are we going for? And I even said this at one point while I was at the event, and I, I saw a couple of friends of mine. Uh, who I didn't know were going to be there. And I'm like, did you have any idea what we were coming to do? And they're like, no, we were just invited to this dinner. And I guess all of us think, well, if they're inviting this many people, there's got to be some type of agenda or a reason. Let me tell you the reason. Uh, Stan Jones, literally one of the best people I've ever met in my life. And I'm blessed to have him um, as a friend. We just met over um, a few months ago. And like this dude just wants to pour into people's lives. And what he thought the whole vision of this deal was to bring friends together from all walks of life, from all over the uh, Mid-South, and for us all to come to this spot and uh, have the chance to hang out and then meet new people. And mm-hmm. he said he just wanted to give back to his friend. It's been the pandemic. And there's no telling how much he put out to do this because he has a chef from New York there to cook everybody's food. And it's wow. a three-course meal and there's hors d'oeuvres before. And it's really sweet. But let me tell you the people who were there, and this will kind of maybe um, make you think I was the schmuck. So as we get there, me and Leslie walk in and we're, we're realizing we don't know anybody but Stan and Jan. And I'm going, okay, okay. So we really had nobody to gravitate towards. So we just had to go meet new people. And I realized that some of the people that I, I was meeting, Kelly, were uh, people who owned banks, boat manufacturers, people who uh, owned lodges and condos, a former NFL star. There was a professional fisherman. There was an oncologist. <laughs> there were car dealers who owned multiple groups. There were lawyers. And then there was I'm me. I'm so confused. And then I was there. <laughs> so you were really confused. I'm like, oh my gosh, is this an accident? <laughs> what is it? Was it an email and you accidentally got put on the email? That's what I felt like. So then I, I'm standing there and Leslie and I'm like, what are we going to do? And I realize in comes the the chancellor of Arkansas State University. It's Kelly Dampus. And I automatically feel a little bit of relief because I see Kelly, I see his wife, Beth, and I'm like, you know what? At least I got somebody. I'm going to be okay. Yeah. Because I knew the host of the party would be busy because they got to entertain everybody. And then in walks the new, uh, the director of athletics for Arkansas State, Tom Bowen. And we're buddies. We hunted together and we laughed. I got to meet his wife. And then all of a sudden in comes the head football coach of Arkansas State, Butch Jones, who obviously in college football, a legendary guy, right? Mm -hmm. And uh, just a great coach. And he's our new coach who we've talked to, but we've never had the chance to meet in person. 
Uh, so I had the chance to chat with him. And it was cool because we kind of had this immediate, like, I don't know, we just kind of bonded. Yeah. And probably spent, I don't know, 20 or 30 minutes. And it wasn't really talking football. It was talking about, let's do excitement at the game. Let's talk about, hey, the, the show. Because he's like, I really listen to you every morning. I said, well, I kind of didn't know if you were just BSing me a little bit <laughs> on the air. Just to be yeah, nice. He said, yeah. no, literally, I listen to you guys every morning. You start my day. Aww. And he was asking about you and how I put up with you for so long. Did he ask um, about, about me being able to throw a football really well and that you can't? No, we didn't talk about oh, okay. that. Okay, just curious. But they did. people did ask if, uh, if Butch was trying to recruit me to play football because of the new eligibility, which I took as a compliment. Uh, of course. Because then there comes a point, like... They sit us at different tables, Kelly, because there were uh, there were assigned seats, and I didn't take my readers there, so I couldn't tell where I was supposed to go. So your wife had to figure everything out. I had to have her figure yeah. it out, and we ended up at the table with the former mayor of Jonesboro, Harold Perrin, Aww. who battled cancer, yeah. and it was prostate cancer, and there was a point where the chemo, you had like three rounds of chemo, and it was rough. Mm-hmm. He said it was very, very, very difficult. But it was so great to catch up with him because his uh, cancer's in remission and he feels great yeah. and his hair is back and just really mm-hmm. like that's one of the highlights uh, was getting to chat with him. Of course, Butch Jones and um, just getting to chat with him and, and tell him that we want him to come back. And he's like, hey, whatever you guys need from me, I'm there. Like if you want to come and do the show from my office or from my house, I'm there. Sweet. There was a point, though, and it reminded me of school. Because uh, Stan gets up and he does a speech on why he invited the people that he invited and why these people mean something to his life. And at the end of the day, it's not about money. It's not about having things or material things. It's about making connections and relationships in life because all the other stuff is gone. And he said, you realize as you get older, life is short and you just want to have good people around you. Uh, And then he decided he was going to go around the room and have us introduce ourselves and our spouses. I do this for a living. I speak for a living. I host events for a living. I go out and I host Arkansas State football. There's something intimidating Uh about being the schmuck at the dinner for schmucks Uh and then having to speak. So I thought at least get me over with early, right? I was like in the last corner of people. 75% of the room had spoken. So half the night you were nervous. And I'm going, oh my gosh, what am I going to say? Uh, your name and this is my wife. Oh, this is me. I'm Brandon. This is my <laughs> wife. Let's see. We have a kid, Kai, and I don't really know why I'm here. I don't fit in with you guys. Please don't judge me. But it was really, uh, it was it was one of those moments I hated as a kid when you would have to stand yeah. up and speak mm-hmm. in front of the class on the first day of school. Hey, tell everybody who you are and what you did this summer. I'm like, hey, I'm, I'm not Michael. I go by Brandon, and we didn't do anything over the summer. <laughs> yep. I rode my bike. You know, other kids, yeah. I went to Disney, we went to Hawaii, right? Uh, went to Lake Lebon, which was down <laughs> the road. But uh, it was a pretty cool night. A big thanks to Stan Jones and uh, Jan Zimmerman for inviting us over. And the Mallard Lodge, if you haven't seen it or haven't been, man, if you're a hunter, it's like a dream destination. It's just beautiful out there. And, and to be even more so than that, to have people that are beautiful people, mm-hmm. uh, that makes a difference and, and really good people. So. It was a cool night. It took me kind of leaving my comfort zone. Uh, my wife was extremely nervous before we got there because we just don't do yeah, stuff like mm-hmm. that. We kind of have our circle, and it's a very small circle of people, and we go to things that we typically go to, and we know exactly what to expect. But sometimes when you step out of your comfort zone and go to something that maybe you're a little bit nervous about, the end result's amazing, and it's new friendships and relationships. So every once in a while, maybe it's good to do that and step out, step outside of your comfort zone. Brandon Baxter in the morning. And Kelly Perry, I have one question for you. Are you ready to celebrate some local people? Let's do it. Let's do the birthdays. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday. Happy birthday. Happy birthday to you. Well, well, well. Time for birthdays for today. It's Monday, July the 12th of 2021. Local birthdays, local celebrities, here we go. Happy birthday goes out to Caitlin Brawley, who celebrates today. Anita Bradley of Stuttgart, happy birthday. Greg Bazaro has a birthday today. Marissa Farmer, happy birthday. Jeffrey Crenshaw is celebrating. Don Dean of St. Charles. Chip Williams, happy birthday. Aaron Lowe of Jonesboro celebrates a birthday today. Cindy Ball. Happy birthday. Andy Durham is celebrating. Dustin Banton 
from Wynn has a birthday today, so happy birthday. And Jen Taylor celebrates today as well. And if you have a birthday today, we say this. We say happy Happy birthday birthday to all y'all. And you celebrate with these celebrities. Kimberly Perry is 38. You know her from the band Perry. Kimberly Perry of the band Perry celebrating. Happy birthday, Kimberly Perry. Probably their biggest hit was this one. This is a good one too. Kimberly Perry's birthday today. Happy birthday to Kimberly Perry, 38 today. Michelle Rodriguez is 43. That's Letty in the Fast and Furious movies. Topher Grace is 43. That's Eric on that 70s show. Is that the one that David the Barrel Boy looks like? Yes. <laughs> Happy birthday, Topher Grace. Steve Howie is 44. That's Van Montgomery on Reese. A single mom who works two jobs, who loves her kids and never stops with gentle hands and the heart of a fighter. I'm a survivor. I just watched that the other day. I still love that show. Happy birthday today to Brock Lesnar, who is 44, WWE superstar. Christy Yamaguchi is 50, Olympic gold medalist and a Dancing with the Stars champion. Richard Simmons, fitness guru, dancing or sweating to the oldies. Is that what it was? I think it was all of them. Yep. Didn't you do some of those uh, a couple years ago? (laughs) No, but my mom had those those tapes. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, So happy birthday to Richard Simmons and Christy McVie. From Fleetwood Mac is 78. So, some Fleetwood Mac. That's a good one. Of course, you have Landslide as well. That's a good one. This is a good one as well. Christine McVie celebrating today. Some Fleetwood Mac, y'all. Let's do one more Fleetwood Mac. Happy birthday goes out to my good friend, Christine McVie of Fleetwood Mac, who turns 78 today. Brandon Baxter in the morning. All right, here we go. Thanks for having us on this morning. And y'all, as always, Kelly Perry. Well, she's got three words for you. Good morning, Arkansas. This is Country Music News on Brandon Baxter in the morning. We have your country music news today on Lady A. I feel like a lady. Come on. Sipping on tequila with my leaves on a lady. 
So Lady A had to cancel their appearance at Minnesota's Lakefront Music Fest over the weekend because Charles Kelly came down with appendicitis. So the show went on with Jake Owen and Noah Guthrie doing longer sets, but Lady A posted the news on their socials saying, quote, Charles is in good hands and we're continuing to pray for his recovery. The minute he is cleared by his doctors, we will be back on the road to see y'all. Well, he was feeling good enough yesterday to share a photo of himself in a hospital bed looking a little disheveled. Charles Kelly wrote, quote, so bummed to have missed performing our first show back in 16 months. The old appendix had other plans. Mm. Didn't even know what an appendix was until Friday when it sent me to the ER. Love y'all and we'll be back soon. So it's too soon to know um, if he'll be ready to perform again or when he'll be ready to perform again. But according to uh, the internet, it looks like maybe just a couple of weeks. Wow, that's crazy, man. Uh, He's a nice guy. I've had the chance to meet him and actually uh, eat with him before. Mm -hmm. Real nice guy. So our thoughts go out to Charles Kelly as he recovers from appendicitis. All right, we have country music news today on Kane Brown. Got me thinking I might be better on my own. So Kane Brown has released a new song called Memory. It features Black Bear. So Black Bear is known for doing stuff with Justin Bieber and Billie Eilish and Maroon 5 all in the past. Uh, and this is kind of an electro country collaboration. Again, it's Kane Brown featuring Black Bear. It's called Memory. And this is what it sounds like. I want to live life fast. I don't know how to slow down. I want to get high. I don't know how to calm down. Help me now. I'm running on empty. And I don't want to be a memory. Live life fast. I don't know how to slow down. Check out the song. It's up this morning on the Brandon Baxter in the morning blog. We have country music news today on Luke Bryan. Kiss by kiss, one after another. Don't let go, baby. Let this summer just keep on coming in waves. Keep coming in waves. So Luke's wife, Caroline, has been working super hard to create and have good content for her followers on social media. And in her most recent work, Caroline recreated the opening sequence of the show A Lot of Us Love So Much, the 90s TV show Full House. And in the video, you're going to see Luke, Caroline, their sons, his mother, LeClaire, and they all mimic a sequence of smiles and waves, just like the old show did. This is what it sounded like. Luke. Oh, ow. He hits himself. <laughs> hey, that's, oh, there's LeClaire. Oh, yep, there's LeClaire. Yep. Yeah, that's cute. And that's it's super cool. cheesy. It's hilarious. If you were a child of the 80s or 90s, you're going to like it. We're going to put it up on the Brandon Baxter in the morning blog. All right. Country music news today on Jayco. Well, I'll go anywhere. West Virginia, baby, I don't care. Mexico. So Jake Owen had a sad post over the weekend. Uh, He lost one of his dogs, one of his German shepherds, like the dog died. Mm -hmm. Uh, Jake says in his post, and I quote, I lost one of my best friends last night unexpectedly. The doctor said his stomach had flipped. And even with emergency surgery, it wasn't enough to save him. Uh, Jake goes on to talk about Slash, who was the German shepherd, and said Slash was the sweetest, most loving dog Jake had ever had. Uh, more than a human, uh, more like a human than like a dog. And he said, while the other pups would run free across the farm, Slash would be right there by Jake's side. Mm. And he put up this tribute of the dog. And for those of us who have animals and love our dogs, and even though they might get on our nerves, sometimes the idea of all of a sudden a, a very tragic accident and the stomach flipping. And you've, I've heard about this in bigger dogs yeah. that happens, but just Jake Owen experienced it. And that post is up on his social media and we have it this morning on the Brandon Baxter in the morning blog as well. That's your country music news on Arkansas's morning. Show. Brandon Baxter in the morning presents today in pop culture. All right. So today is July the 12th and today in pop culture in 1954, it was a big day for really all of music because there was this 19 year old in 1954 who signed his first recording contract. The 19 year old who signed his contract with Sun Records just so happened to be Elvis Presley. 1954, the first. 
I mean, legitimately, music changed on that day. 1954, Elvis signs his first contract. Sun Records. You think about that though, 1954. Elvis Presley signed that contract. 1954, Sun Records, Memphis, Tennessee. We're caught in a trap. Oh, yeah. I can't walk out. That's right. Because I love you too much, baby. Today in pop culture in 1960, it was a big day because the very first Etch-A-Sketch went on sale in 1960. At the time, it cost $2.99. Did you have one? I think every kid had yes, one. Yes, I did too. It was kind of difficult to do stuff on mm-hmm. because you had to just follow the lines, but you shake it and start over. Yeah. Wouldn't it be nice if everything in life, you could just shake it and start over? Yes. <laughs> Today in pop culture in 1965, the Beach Boys released yes. this song right here. Oh, yeah. I figured you'd like this one. Well, these close girls are hip, I really dig those styles they wear. Oh, yeah. Girls with the way they talk, they knock me out when I'm down there. Come on, Southern girls. The Midwest farmer's daughters really make you feel alright. Yeah. And the Northern girls with the way they kiss, they keep their boyfriends warm at night. Oh yeah, the Beach Boys. I wish they Today in pop culture in 1976, the original Family Feud debut. The original Family Feud host was Richard Dawson. And I'll never forget watching Richard Dawson kiss every girl on the TV. Do you remember that? (laughs) He would kiss all the girls. Can you imagine somebody hosting a game show now and kissing the girls? Every contestant, every day. You got to go back and watch it because I was like, wow, that's a cool job to have. I mean, sometimes not as cool as other times, but still. Uh, Today in pop culture in 1988, Randy Travis released his third studio album. It was called Old 8x10, and it featured this one. My love is deeper than the holler, stronger than the river, higher than the pine trees growing tall upon the hill. My love is purer than the snowflakes. That fall in late December And honest as a robin on a springtime windowsill And longer than the song of a whippoorwill And today in pop culture in 2004, Sugarland put out their very first debut single And it sounded like this That was 2004, that song that came out. Today is July the 12th, and that is Today in Pop Culture. Positive minds lead to positive lives. It's time for your morning motivation on Brandon Baxter in the morning. Monday mornings are made for Eric Birch, Birch & Co. Real Estate. He comes in here and gets us ready, gets us focused this week because sometimes, and you know, the reason we like to do this really as we kick off the week is because sometimes the toughest day to get going Mm -hmm. is Monday. And we all have the whole Monday. We're having a case of the Mondays. We dread Mondays. But Mondays don't have to be bad, do they, Eric? Uh, Monday, the best day of the week. <laughs> okay, now now that might be one Hang step on. too far. But <laughs> <laughs> Tell me why today no, can be the best why day. Why, why not? So, so let's talk about something that 
we hadn't discussed in a while, and I think it's time to really like kick down some doors and take your life up just a few notches. Okay. Uh, you know, and, and you need to do this every so often, and it's good to improve one percent, one percent, one percent, because over time that one percent adds up. But every now and then, it's it's really it really feels good just to you know take a big leap and a big step and a big jump, and you can look back you know just almost instantly and go, "Holy cow! Look at the look at the progress we made." So. So think about this right now. I know that there's there's things in your head. There's things that you've thought about, whether it's your goals, your dreams, your aspirations, whatever that may be. But there's something that's holding you back. So let's let's try. And I know for everybody out there, it's going to be you know the different things that come into your mind. Mm-hmm. But you know, try to think about the top three things that are holding you back. So you know, is it is it competition? Is there somebody else out there that's just doing the same thing you want to do? And maybe they're just a little ahead of you. They got started a little bit before you. Maybe they, you know, got a little more experience, you know, just whatever it may be. So if, if, if there's competition out there and you're looking at that and saying, man, I would, I, I would, and I could, if it wasn't for that competition. Yeah. I think that happens. I think that happens a lot with, I think that happens a lot with people. I think we see that and we're like, Oh, I don't know that we can do it as well as that person does it. Sure. Sure. So what, you know, what are some other challenges that you may face where you go, well, I've already got all these responsibilities, right? My my day is, is just busy from this time to this time. So when, when am I going to have the time, the energy or the effort put forth on, on the so, you know, so, so look at that. Maybe you go, hey, I just don't have the money. Yep. You know, I just, I, I'd love to create this. I'd love to do that. I would love to have this. But, you know, it's just, hey, there's always too much month left at the end of the month, right? Yeah, and I think th- there's there's those of us kind of like what I would think was, okay, so we're pretty secure with what we have right now. But, you know, I got to take care of my wife, my son, all my bills and all that kind of stuff. So I don't know that I have it to go and risk. Because, I mean, we are just going through and, you know, trying to do the best we can to navigate the waters of life at this point. And it's kind of scary to think about trying something different and starting over. Sure. So a lot of fear, fear of the unknown, right? I don't, you know, if I left this and went to do that, what would happen? And, you know, and this is a big one. Oh, my gosh. What would other people think of me? Right? Yeah. Sure. You know, do you ever, you know, I would do that, but my gosh, my mom, my dad, my aunt, my uncle, my friend, my cousin would be like, why did you leave what you had to go try something new? That just doesn't make any sense, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, yeah, for sure. So, so those all, I think we talked about two, three, there's, there's four or five, really, I'll even say this. Those are good examples of your lazy excuses. Right. Now, wait a minute. Why are those lazy excuses? Because to me, when I hear them, I think they're kind of rooted in truth. That, that you do. But the number one, so it's, it's easy to put the blame on this and the blame on that. I don't have enough money. I don't have enough resources. I don't have enough time. I don't have enough energy. But who's coming up with every one of those ideas? Are you saying it's us that has the time to think of it, but we don't take action? There you go. It's you. Yeah. So you're the one that is making every single one of those excuses. So as you drive down the road, as you sit at home, as you pull into the office, whatever you're doing, you know, we all spend so much time going outside force, outside force, outside force, outside force. And that's what's holding me back where literally it has nothing to do with that outside force. It has 100% to do with what you have in your mind. And you're the one making the excuses, and you're the one that can also overcome those excuses. So, Because guess what? Your competition, they aren't even paying attention to you. Mm-hmm. You know, the, the fear that you have, of that fear, 100% of that fear is is untrue. So you're putting things in front of you. You're putting the glass ceiling. You're putting the speed bump. You're putting the hurdle. All you're doing is making this tough. So it is literally a matter of changing that thought process. Instead of saying, I would if, you just got to 
tackle it, crush it, go after it, and you don't think twice about it. And if you ever, if you look back, there's situations in your life today that you can look back and you could say, man, when I set my mind to it, guess what happened? I accomplished. Right. You know, now I didn't, it was, I'm not going to tell you it's easy. I'm not going to tell you it's not an uphill battle. I'm not going to tell you you're not going to stub your toe or skin your knee, you know, or bump your head. But if there's something that you want to accomplish, something you, where, a place you want to go, a spot you want to get to, a, a destiny, a, you know, whatever it is, whatever goal that is, a person you want to be like, whatever that may be, it's 100% up to you. And the day you quit making excuses and the day you quit feeling sorry for yourself and the day you quit putting stumbling blocks in front of you or sabotaging yourself. Uh, is the day that you'll be able to take leaps and bounds towards that goal. It's things we have to think about, and it's all mindset, and that's the reason we talk to Eric on Mondays is to try to get our minds right. If he can propel you in the right direction to have the right mindset, that's what we do this for. It's Monday Morning Motivation with Eric Birch from Birch & Co. Real Estate. Eric, have a great week, my friend. We'll talk to you next Monday. You guys go out and crush it and uh, have an amazing week. All right, you too, my friend. Brandon Baxter in the morning. (laughs) (laughs) Here it is. Today is Monday. Glad you guys are joining us for the show this morning. Kelly has had uh, a heck of a weekend. Okay, I already know what this song is. Turn it off. What? Because I was not this this weekend. No. You were not Meredith Brooks? (laughs) I hate the world today. Is anybody with me? Come on. All right. So Kelly had the vision. She had this great vision uh-huh. of a family road trip. They were going on the road again. On the road again. Got your three teenagers. Just can't wait to get on the road again. Everybody's in a great mood. The life I love is selling comics with my friends. <laughs> yep. I can't wait to get on the road again. All right. So. All right. So just for those of you that are new listeners, uh, my husband and I own a karate school, Joey Perry Martial Arts. We also own a comic book shop called The Comic Ninja. Well, on weekends, sometimes we travel and we go to karate tournaments, and sometimes we also pack up some stuff, and we take a little bit of our store with us, so The Comic Ninja. So we'll take, um, you know, stuff for people to buy or look at or whatever. So we were doing that this weekend. So it was a work trip, but the family was excited just because... We typically have fun wherever we go, and we're like, you know what? We'll make it into a fun road trip, even though we're working. Sure. That's what you have to do. Yeah. So we left here, I mean, immediately right after I got off of work, and my husband had this time in his head, hey, I want to leave by this time, and we were like six minutes off, which for my family with three teenagers is, yes, it was a miracle. So we're we're on the road, and- the kids are hungry, but they're not telling me about it because they want to keep um, the driver happy. Does that make sense? Yeah, because here's the thing. As the driver, because I'm typically the driver, once we get started, we uh-huh. feel like we should go at least an hour down the road. Right. And my kids are making fun of me because even though, though we're leaving the house, I have an 18-year-old, 17-year-old, and 13-year-old about to be 18, 18, 14. And I was like, hey, does anybody need to go to the bathroom? And then I, I started laughing and my 18-year-old's started laughing and I was like, isn't it funny that y'all are 18 and I still like asked y'all, Hey, does anyone need to go to the bathroom? Anybody got a pod? And we all started laughing at that. But of course it never fails. What happens an hour into the trip? I got to pee. Yep. Which one was it? One Um, of the boys or the girl? Girl. The girl had Mm -hmm. to pee. But I was happy because typically if one of them has to, that means I don't have to say anything that I have to. Sure. You're holding it for 30 minutes. (laughs) Right. So anyway, we're on down the road. We went to Birmingham, Alabama, by the way. Uh, We're on down the road. This was supposed to be a five and a half hour trip, but on down the road, we had a a bit, a U-Haul and it was one of the smaller ones because we didn't take a ton. Um, So it was a trailer type. Yeah. Right. So we were hauling it and um, all of a sudden we got a honk from a trucker and we were like, oh, kind of waving like, hey, yeah road trip and they were like wait he's still honking and he's flashing his lights Mm -hmm. and we looked and all of a sudden my husband was like oh my gosh i think one of the tires just blew not our tires Mm -mm. not the truck tires the (laughs) u-haul tire okay so we get out we pull off on the side of the road and it's not just blown it's gone like the whole tire exploded there it was just the rim 100 percent is there a spare tire on a u-haul trailer no there wasn't oh, on this particular one so what do you do well you call people and you wait 
So you call U-Haul and you wait because they have a different company that's going to take care of the tire that blew. Oh, gosh. But what's crazy is U-Haul couldn't get a hold of their tire people. The tower company that we called to come tow it um, couldn't get a hold of their driver. So long story short, we sat there for close to two and a half hours trying to figure out what to do. On the highway? Yeah. Yep. Oh, my god! Millions of diesels passing us. So we ended up having to take all of the stuff out of the U-Haul, somehow strapping it down inside my husband's truck, which there wasn't room. It looked like the Empire State's building when we were, like, going towards Birmingham yeah. when we left the trailer. So we had to leave the trailer, and we had to hurry up and get there because— Everything in our back trunk was like comic books. They're they're action action figures that you don't need the boxes to be messed up. Like these are collectible type stuff. And there is a storm coming. Oh, God. So we had to race the storm and we got rained on just a little bit. But at 1030, we got to unpack everything in the truck and uh, set up the the event for the next morning. So we ended up getting to the hotel room about midnight. So the trip was from what time to what time? Until you went from leaving the house to getting into the hotel room. It was from about 12 o'clock until about we got into the hotel room, maybe 11.45. Oh, my gosh. How long is that trip normally? Five and a half. (laughs) (laughs) So then we we get up early. We work the whole next day. Uh, We work till late that night. It was just I think everybody was ready to get home. There was a lot of us in one room at one time. Uh, there was just odors in there. If y'all have odors, if y'all have teenagers, everybody knows what I mean. There's just odors you cannot get rid of. It doesn't matter. And y'all had the same hotel room. That's what we did. <laughs> we had three beds in there. Five and, people. Mm-hmm. Oh, no. and uh, it was. Uh, it was. We got really close. <laughs> I'm just gonna tell you because, t- like, when we go somewhere, it's me, Leslie, and Kai in the same room. Uh-huh. If we stay in a hotel, uh-huh. and it's a lot just with three people, and he's only 11. Mm-hmm. Yeah, much less you go back and these you say, are basically all adults. Like it, it, there was five adults in one room needing oh. to take showers, go to the bathroom, get ready, eat, clothes everywhere. And then, of course, most hotels are short-staffed, so our hotel wasn't cleaned when we got back the second night. There was no tap. It was just one of those weekends where mm. you're just like, can anything else happen? It's completely like the Griswolds. Yes. Going off on vacation. Yes. Where it's one thing after another. And you really don't know what's happening or why it's <laughs> happening. If you want to go to my Instagram page, it's Kelly Perry on the radio or Facebook. It's Kelly Brooke Perry. Um, I have some videos and some um, some some photos up of the trip. Uh, one of my sons also pantsed another one of my sons while we were on the side of the road. I got oh, that good. on video. Good, good, so good, that's man. fun. I also put the rain as we were headed home on the video because last yesterday when we were headed home. We were probably in the rain for about three hours. Oh, my God. Hard rain looking for tornado. So let's just say the Perrys were happy. No, they weren't. When the 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 truck pulled into the drive and we're like we're home. I'm just going to tell you that when you look at somebody's Instagram and this is the perfect this is the perfect explanation of Instagram. You look at the Instagram, it doesn't look like it was that bad. It looks like a happy family. But the truth is, <laughs> this ain't no sweet home Alabama. Sweet home Alabama. Get out of here. <laughs> well, the skies are blue. Was not blue. <laughs> It'll be definitely something my kids will talk about for a while because, uh, yeah, their parents were. We handled it, but <clears throat> I'm sure they'll have some some good stories. There you go. Kelly Perry on the radio on Instagram if you want to check out the photos of the happy family from their trip to <laughs> Alabama. She's a walking, talking encyclopedia. Here's Kelly Perry's Did You Know on Brandon Baxter in the Morning. Did you know there are only two countries in the world that don't have a holiday celebrating their Independence Day or the day they became a nation? That's the UK and Denmark. I did not know that. Did you know movie previews are called trailers because they were originally shown at the end of movies? The name stuck even once they started showing them first. Did not know that either. And did you know Vincent Van Gogh's famous painting, The Starry Night, is actually the view from the room of his asylum in France? No. Wow. Okay. And if you didn't know, now you know.
Brandon Baxter in the morning. Here we go. Monday morning has arrived. Glad you guys have joined us here for the radio program as well today. Hey, you, you've got, I think you have like a drop of blood coming down your head. Oh, crap. Like right, yes. Right there. What is that? You were hiding <coughs> it from your no, headphones, but no, it looks like you're agitating it. Or no, something. I don't. Is it bleeding right now? I thought it was. Is it not? Okay. I don't know. I can't it's, tell. It's kind of big. It was bleeding this morning. Um, yeah, I had an issue the other day. Did you and like it, Kai shave again? No. <laughs> <laughs> no, so I had this, I was, um, we went to work out on Saturday morning. I was trying something I hadn't tried before. I mean, I had tried something similar to it, but I hadn't tried this exact piece of equipment. And I couldn't figure out how to get out from underneath the bar. <laughs> so I was trying to get out from underneath the bar. And I was kind of like, ooh, I'm kind of a little bit stuck under this bar. And I, I once I got it racked back up, I was trying to get out from under it kind of fast. And as I came up, <laughs> wham, into the bar. <laughs> and I realized it hurt, but it, it's kind of like the time I fell walking outside of Cracker Barrel when I slipped on the ice and fell directly on my back. Yes. And then got right back up. I hit so hard and it hurt so bad. I stood up and I was like. I don't want anybody in here to know that it hurt. Yes. Because what if nobody saw it? And then about five minutes later, I walked over toward my wife. and I was like, hey, how are things going over here? Because I was trying to be Mr. Tough Guy. And she said, "Um, you're bleeding. Oh, my God. And then she revealed last night that she saw me do it. <laughs> Please tell me it was on video. Oh, I'm sure they have probably a surveillance video. Oh, my goodness. But that Kelly, would be great. I was underneath it in like the bar. I'd racked it back up. And I was like, how am I going to get my body back out from under here? Because I think I had the bench in the wrong spot. Oh. And as I... Rookie mistake. As I came out from under it, wham, into the bar. So you were bleeding in the actual no, place? No, I wasn't bleeding a lot. There was oh. trickles. Oh, okay. But this morning, because I wanted to shave my head, I accidentally mm. shaved over the scar and pulled the... Not the scar, the scab off. And you want to talk about extra pain, then that hot water starts going Ooh. right into the wound. Gosh. So. That's bald-headed problems. Yeah, most people don't think about that. You think that because, you know, just because I'm bald, I have it easier. Oh, you save money on shampoo and haircuts. Have you ever bought razors (laughs) and shaving cream? (laughs) Huh? Yeah. Ain't exactly cheap right there either. Brandon Baxter in the morning. It's getting hot. So, okay, Arkansas, we kind of had a decent little uh, weekend. It wasn't too ridiculously bad. But have I told you that in Death Valley, California, they had their hottest day since 1913? Almost set the record for the hottest day. Again, this is Death Valley, California. Heat advisories, blistering temperatures, there's wildfires, power outages. And in Death Valley, the temperature was an actual 130 degrees. Oh, my goodness. The actual temperature. Can you imagine? And because, think about this. So you're out there in California. You're near Death Valley. And it gets that hot. And the power grids are struggling because people are overusing electricity. Because it's taken so much just to cool their homes. And all of a sudden, the grids go down. And it's 130. Not good. Yeah, real story out of Death Valley, California. Brandon Baxter in the morning. So the first flight of the Virgin Galactic uh, deal for Richard Branson was a success. He got up there like 53 miles above the earth. He was able to have the weightlessness for a couple of minutes and then uh, come back down. Wow. So Richard Branson is the second oldest man to ever go to space. John Glenn was the oldest at the age of 77 back in 1998. I guess they took Mm -hmm. him back up there. But it was pretty crazy uh, to see this deal because um, basically Richard Branson gets in this, this aircraft, this spaceship, and is way above the earth, 53 miles above. And they say he was weightless for about three to four minutes. That'd be fun. I'd do it. You would? Yeah. Now that you know the first one was a success. Yeah. So the live stream is out there if you want to check it out. Uh, Stephen Colbert was a part of it. Khalid was performing as part of this. So it was it was a big deal over the weekend. Again, it was the Virgin Galactic Flight, and you can find out more about that with Richard Branson all over uh, the social media today. Brandon Baxter in the morning. So if you go back and check out today's Brandon Baxter in the morning podcast, you'll hear all about the dinner I went to over the weekend, which involves some uh, 
notable figures in the community, in the state, in entertainment. All notable figures, but Brandon. <laughs> yeah. And I'm still thinking that maybe Kelly was right. Maybe I am the schmuck at dinner for schmucks mm-hmm. or dinner with schmucks. What Something like that. Dinner for schmucks. Yeah. So I think I might be the schmuck, but you can kind of uh, listen to what happened and then let me know if you think I'm the schmuck. Also, Kelly was on the road again and her family trip, which looks so great on social media. (laughs) (laughs) Evidently, it was not necessarily sweet home Alabama. Yeah. All of that on today's Brandon Baxter in the morning podcast, which is available anywhere you get podcasts, Apple podcasts, Google Play, iHeartRadio, Spotify. You can even sample the podcast. If you've never listened to a podcast before, you can go to kfin.com, kfin.com, and it's up there on the on the website as well. So, Kelly Perry, what's on TV tonight? The 2021 Home Run Derby on ESPN. Pete Alonzo from the Mets is the defending champion. The Bachelorette is on tonight. This is Caitlin Bristow, guest stars with her fiancé Jason, to join Katie for some one-on-one double date. Okay. Uh, Celebrity Dating Game, All-American, and also The Republic of Sarah. I hope you guys have a great day, and we'll talk to you back here tomorrow morning on Brandon Baxter in the Morning.